Welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Lisa Bell, along with our producer, Thomas Mates. The COVID-19 pandemic is having a huge impact on small businesses, especially restaurants. Even though many have managed to stay open with delivery or curbside pickup, they have only recently been able to open their dining rooms and have seen a huge chunk of their normal business evaporate. So to help us better understand those difficulties and what it's been like to begin reopening, we are joined by Evan Dimov, who owns Too Much Sauce in Orlando. Evan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you very much, Thomas. If you can kind of try to sum up, you know, everything you've been going through, what has this pandemic done to you, your family, and your business? You know, um, everything changed, you know, uh, from the beginning when they started with the whole um, cannot dine in, pick up only, uh, delivery only. Um, this is nothing new in the restaurant industry that I pick up and delivery, but what uh, uh, COVID-19 did is you make it everybody to get conditioned to do only that, okay? Mm -hmm. So here's there's two different ways of seeing this okay there's one on the business side and uh, another one in a small uh, uh, community business local business right so we this is not just our business this is our livelihood so this is a little different than you know hold on let me we can do two different way of analogies uh, analyze this thing the first analogy would be a small business owner that um, cannot get in contact with their customers in a way. You lost the personal touch. You lost the service that uh, you you provide. You you miss talking and and you know everybody. You know they come in. You go to the table. You talk to them, and uh, that's the uh, the personal side. And uh, that's sad, okay? Mm -hmm. Because it's not us, okay? Then we have the other side. The other side is the business side. The business side is the side that apply 100% to the big businesses. They wanna see numbers. They see data and they go by it. Yes, that's very important. You need to analyze the data. You need to analyze the number. But uh, what this does for us is more personal than just numbers. Yeah. Right? And that's so, probably part of why you decided to go into the restaurant business was for the personal aspect of it too, you know, that kind of relationship. There is, yes, that's correct. The reason I decided is to have a business that now my kids are old enough to understand to need to work and I want them to be part of something that they can contribute, mm -hmm. that they come up with an idea. As an example, they came up with a name. My wife yeah. came up with a recipe. They came up with some of the uh, uh, dishes. Uh, the kids named the dishes. So it's, uh, it's a whole family package, you know? Uh, so it's different. Even with our employees, uh, we see our employees as family, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, we all, it's a small, we are not just another employee number. We, you know, they, they are part of our family. And you mentioned this, you know, new effort to really have a lot of pickup uh, or takeout. You know, that could be permanently changing some people's patterns and behaviors. And, you know, they might not just bounce back to how life used to be. No, here's what I noticed, okay? So uh, curbside pickup is an example. Prior to uh, uh, COVID-19, we like people if they need to place an order, place an order online, uh, pay online and just come and pick it up. Some people did not like that. So they prefer to pick up the phone and call us. 
So what we did is we had the order online. We had uh, people could order online, but now we allow them to pay online as well. And we gave them the option of, if you don't want to come in because you don't feel comfortable, we can bring it to your car. We do curbside pickup. Mm -hmm. But for, in order for you to do that, you need to order online and pay online. So at first, people didn't like it. Yeah. But then they didn't have any choice. So they start ordering online. And after a few weeks, create a habit. Now, now people that are, used to come in to dine in, right? This week when we opened the dining room, they say, you know, I, I'm good. I'm picking up and it's fine. And they're like, okay, it's great. We lost the personal touch. But looking back on the numbers, we lost the important part of our uh, our business, which is the impulse buying, the drinks, that is a high uh, profitability item. That now, you know, the restaurant industry, it's already a low margin industry, but now yeah. it's squeezed in a, in, a, in a fast and difficult way. So uh, now that we've entered phase one of reopening uh, and you've been able to reopen 25% of your, at 25% capacity, has that been worthwhile for you? Are people coming back in or are you finding that people are still kind of intimidated by the prospect of, of gathering? All right, so um, for us, um, uh, quick service type of restaurants, and especially our menu, we, are, we had a, a good uh, maybe 30, 25, 30% uh, uh, pickup orders and, and delivery. So we increased the percentage, but it's still, um, we don't. We didn't have the uh, necessity to have. You know, there was probably one day this week that we use almost every single table inside, but we still didn't use 100% of that 25% uh, uh, seating that uh, we can take. So, in a way, for us, for the first week, the 25% seems to be okay with us because, again the uh, pattern has been created for them to pick up in, in delivery items. And um, the 25% should be, uh, it, it, it should be okay for a little while. And hopefully, you know, uh, they increase to 50% and people start feeling more comfortable coming in. But for now, it should be okay. I know that you were applying for a lot of uh, loans through uh, the state government and the federal government, including right. the Patriot Protection Program. You know, what has that process been like for you? Did you ultimately, I know Nadine Yanis at News 6 interviewed you and you did secure some money. How much were you able to secure and has that really made a difference for you? Oh, you made a huge difference. So um, I got uh, the, uh, the first, uh, the SBA uh, grant. Mm -hmm. that uh, uh, I think they gave to us about a month ago. And uh, with that grant, we uh, got um, enough to pay uh, the employees for uh, a couple weeks. And I'll say, okay, that's perfect. And then the, PP, uh, the PPP was a little different. PPP took a long time. I was one of the first ones to apply with my bank and I noticed all the big restaurants getting, or big chain getting a lot, a huge amount of money. And for us, it took forever. So it was very frustrating because not only it took a long time, but they keep changing their requirements, the type of paper they need. And I had everything organized on my computer. Every time I say, oh, we need to do this, we, I keep sending different papers and different uh, uh, forms. Uh, even with that, after the money was done, the, after the money was done, they came to me and said, uh, oh yeah, uh, we received your application and we're gonna submit when they reopen. 
I was like, I was one of the first ones to apply. And I know people that apply with a different bank, you know, uh, after I did and got their money. But anyhow, I finally got it. And uh, I sent a letter to the, um, um, to the management of my bank. And, and I cannot complain, you know, because they provide me with the money. So that money is enough for me to pay for my employees and uh, sent uh, last month rent. Oh, so yeah. what can I ask you what bank you were banking with? Because we've heard that a uh, lot bank of, of America. Yeah, we've heard that typically if you have a smaller bank, people seem to be getting better results than going with some of the larger banks. Um, yeah. And the SBA loan that you got, is that something you're going to have to pay back or how does that work? Okay, so um, right now, my understanding, the rules are still changing of how uh, we have to allocate that money. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, at, from the paper that I signed, it says that if I use 75% of the money to pay for labor and 25% for rent and other uh, things, uh, it would be forgiven. The money that I receive is not enough to mm-hmm. cover for a couple months. Mm-hmm. So I've uh, been talking to my landlord and I said, look, I will send, uh, I send you last month uh, rent because that's enough. Uh, that's all the money that I, they gave me. Yeah. And uh, they've been, seems like for now, I'm not sure if they're gonna change, but for now they've been very flexible and very understanding of what's going on. I don't know if they have much choice at this time. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, prior to this, I, I never missed uh, 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 payments. I pay all my rent. How's the food supply been? We hear reports that you know there could be shortages with meat and, and other items. Have you oh, noticed yeah. any of that? Yeah, we, um, this week, we, um, we order beef, chicken, chicken wings, and um, a couple other things. They did not send it to us. And uh, I had to go to local, um, uh, you know, we get our food from the truck. So mm-hmm. I had to go to other uh, distributors, local distributors that I could walk in and, and, and get the items. Mm-hmm. But uh, and the price keep going up. So uh, it's very interesting to see, you know. I mean, all of this sounds like very doom and gloom as a restaurant owner. You know, the prices are going up, food shortages, uh, you know, can only be at 25% capacity. People's patterns and behaviors are changing. How do you stay so positive and just keep going forward? You know, you always seem to have a smile on your face. (laughs) I want to cry, but (laughs) Uh, well, here's, okay. I learned a long time ago, the only constant thing in a restaurant industry is change, okay? So because I'm so accustomed to change, something we're going to have to change. We need to improve this way, you know? And the analogy I, I, I tell people very often is this. A small independent restaurant has one benefit. The benefit is that you can be like a uh, if you give an analogy of a jet ski in a, in, a, in a cruise ship, you are the jet ski. You can go around and change course so fast, you know, uh, uh, meaning that you can change your menu, you can offer uh, specials, you can offer things that the big chain, the chains would need a long time to plan, to implement, you know, and there's a huge risk because if 
I make a mistake is one location. If they make a mistake, it's, it's hundreds of locations. So they have to be careful. Uh, but the implementation is hard. With one location, is more manageable. Mm-hmm. But that's the good analogy. The bad analogy with the, the same same way is, I might run out of gas. You know, I can make curves and go around and be creative, but I can run out of gas. The cruise ship, once they turn, you get out of the way because they they can go a long distance. So, um, yes, answering your question, I'm just accustomed to change. You know, so I'm constantly changing, trying to improve. Yeah, what this did is like. You, you don't have much time to think, you know? Mm-hmm. You cannot be lazy here and, and, and take a nap between the game. You keep playing and keep changing. So it's, it's tough, but you know what? I'm going to survive and I'm going to keep going. So you opened too much sauce in 2017. So this yes. is what you get on your you know, third birthday, essentially. Prior to this, though, you owned Hot Crust Panini Kitchen. Right. Um, and you had that for a couple of years. Right. And prior to that, were you also in the restaurant business? How did you get started in this? So prior to that, um, I had a party store called Party America. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sold to uh, Party City. And uh, it was a bigger store, uh, over 10,000 square feet of party supply. So it was a big, you know how party city is. It's yeah. big. So I, uh, and prior to that, I had a, a, a coffee shop. Um, I had a pizzeria. I had a, a Mont Blanc writing instruments. I had a Samsonite dealer, uh, authorized dealer, uh, hotel gift shops, uh, ladies handbags. And- uh, You've done it all. Yeah. All things that are having to adjust and you know make big changes during this pandemic. Tell us a little bit if you're, if people aren't familiar with too much sauce, your type of menu. You know, you guys have some um, specialty items and some eye-catching titles for some of your menu offerings right. that I think you know interesting to a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, um, too much sauce. Uh, the name is because we have a, a variety of sauces that we make fresh in the kitchen. You know, my wife uh, created a sauce recipe, so she makes sauce every morning, uh, along with one of my daughters there, uh, who is very good in the kitchen. And um, so they make the sauces, and, and the name Too Much Sauce came from my younger kids, you know, uh, millennials, that uh, uh, understand that too much sauce is, they don't think literally, they think that is um, uh, a slang that it means that good. So, uh, so they use the name too much sauce and uh, we serve both. So um, all of our uh, food is like international fusion. We have Latin style, we have Mediterranean style. Um, we have um, um, Asian, Latin, uh, American style. And uh, we uh, got some of the um, uh, community leaders and uh, we honor our bowls in uh, uh, name after them. As an example, uh, uh, you got to start with the mayor of the city, you know, uh, Body Dyer, um, uh, you know, receive a bowl. Uh, oh, Priscilla, they're making a lot of noise. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a working kitchen. That's okay. If it was quiet, it would be you're trouble. Gonna, I tell them to, to be quiet. You're going to see a pen flying on my head here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and you, you talked about the community leaders, but I, it seems like the community leaders have been trying hard to support restaurants and other small businesses. And they've come up with some creative ideas uh, to try and help you guys out. There was the 407 takeout day and some other campaigns. I mean, how helpful were those? Listen, I'm gonna tell you this. This community, the leadership of this community is the most pro-small business leadership ever they are right there you know uh 407 that was created uh by uh, the city uh, uh orange county with uh, jerry demings um oh my god that was great on that day our sales went up huge percentage wise was huge yes not as good as last year but comparing to uh what we're doing for that week he helped us a lot so we we love that um then they give us the uh, ppe yesterday you know uh, uh yeah. was great mm -hmm. you know so he helped us a lot one when they created that 25 percent, i was honestly a little disappointed i say 25 percent is not a lot but i think they uh, they like to solve problems you know they want to prevent and not just solve problems, but prevent problems. So their whole strategy is they had already a plan to get the PPE ready, you know, and uh, when I said, when they say we need to use uh, gloves and masks and all of that, I said, well, yeah, we understand that, but how are we gonna get it? Mm -hmm. You know, because we cannot get it, and they came up with that. So the leadership of uh, Orange County, uh, uh, the mayor of uh, uh, Jerry Demings and uh, Buddy Dyer, I'm, I'm extremely happy um, mm -hmm. with their leadership. So you guys were able to get that that PPE, that personal protective equipment from uh, the county, uh, how long is that gonna be able to last you? And then are you lining up uh, Yeah, that's more? a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's gonna last us for probably another two weeks, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I'm not sure um, how long it's gonna take for us to get more. But uh, I think by in two weeks we should get something. So, but if they, if I have not give an example, yesterday I had it uh, just enough for the day. Mm -hmm. uh, so I will not have enough um, for today, as an example. So I the the timing was perfect. Mm -hmm. Just constantly pushing that goalpost a little further down the field, huh? I'm sorry, I could not hear you. It's just uh, pushing, pushing that goal a little further, kicking that can down the road a little bit more, keeping you open just that little yes, bit longer. Yes, You know, it's not a permanent solution, but I'll tell you this. This is, I don't think they had a way to plan this, but for what they, uh, uh, um, for what they are given uh, to deal with, I think they came up with a good plan. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Unfortunately, we know that many small businesses and restaurants will not be able to survive this pandemic. So, you know, how do you, how are you trying to, you know, make sure that 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 doesn't happen to you? You know, you can try. I, I think my philosophy is never give up. Yeah. You know, and uh, and if you stop. Even when things are good, you know, life is either climbing or it's sliding. You don't stand on top of the mountain, you know, you're not going to stay there. So um, um, I've been doing this for a long time that uh, in my mind, I always look for the next problem and trying to solve the problem now. This is a problem that um, we never expected, 
you know, even if you, you know, I put it on my uh, mental calculation that you're going to have things that are going to come up you're not going to expect, but this is different. So um, uh, answering your question, I'm doing everything I can, um, yeah. everything, you know. Um, I, I don't have the budget that the big companies do. Yeah. So um, whatever I can do, uh, social media and, um, you know, interreacting with Channel 6 as an example, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and in fact, in fact, uh, Channel 6 uh, did a story about, uh, about us in the beginning and a company called FLAG, uh, it stands for uh, Frontline um appreciation group yeah frontline appreciation group they saw the news on uh, news six and they contact us and say you know what i'll have something for you they raise money through facebook and then what they do is they purchase the meals from the restaurants and deliver to the front line meaning the police the fire uh, the fire departments and i just came back today i went to deliver 60 bowls to uh, four different police stations. So wow. uh, that helped us. So uh, I, I think things like that, you know, and, and I'll tell you this, Channel 6 has been great, you know, uh, very supportive and um, uh, Trooper Steve is, what a trooper, man. I, <laughs> I, I love Trooper Steve. What a great guy. He comes in and, and he places order online, come in to pick up and, and and his heart is in the right place, and he, he sees us how, how hard it is for a small business, and he supported uh, the local business. He's a great guy. Yeah. So everybody has been very helpful, so. Yeah, and everyone's just trying to do their part to yeah. make it through, yeah. Yeah, well, Every, thank everybody, you. it's coming together, you know? Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we wish you all the best. And um, you know, hopefully, it won't be long before you're at 100% in your restaurant and uh, close to normal. Yes. yes. Uh, real quick, before we let you go, uh, look, where can people find you on uh, social media? Yeah. So uh, uh, our handle is at Sauce Orlando, and so it is our website, uh, sauceorlando.com. But all the social medias are uh, is uh, at Sauce Orlando. And uh, I want Lisa to come here with the with the boys. You say so that we now. Can, uh, <laughs> well, hey, we we can do an ice cream fight. Right. <laughs> you, you think it's noisy now while you're at your restaurant? Just wait till my boys and I come there. Oh, um, come in. Oh, I would love that. Well, we would love that too, and we will definitely make a point to do that. We'll be there soon. Nice. So, thank you, Evan. Just keep in mind that we close on Sundays, okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we are, this is a family business, so Sundays are family time. I love it. That's good. Yeah. Very important. Thank you. All right, you take care. You too, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye. Appreciate that. Thank you for listening to Florida Food. We'd also like to thank our guest, Evan Demar from Too Much Sauce. You can find Too Much Sauce online at sauceorlando.com. You can also find it on social media. Just search at Sauce Orlando. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell on social media as well. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. You can also find her new children's books online at normangnomebooks.com and by searching Norman Gnome Books on Facebook and Instagram. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley. 
I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Florida Foodie is available for download wherever you get your podcasts. Please take the time to rate and review us there as well. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts at clickorlando.com slash podcasts.